Short and Sweet Parenting Tips. It's good for what ails you. Short and Sweet Parenting Tips here. We're on episode 33, and today we're covering part one of three in the Be Resilient series. The info in this podcast is for everyone, meaning if you're living during COVID, this is for you. (laughs) I recently had the opportunity to speak with Miss Kelly Miller, a positive psychology coach and certified and licensed resilience trainer. Since her advice on resiliency is so timely, I decided to insert the interview here and push back some of the previously scheduled podcasts. If her name rings a bell, I also quoted one of her articles in episode number 29, part two of Delayed Gratification, and I'm honored to welcome her in person. So hello, Kelly. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. She's the owner and founder of A Brighter Purpose, and I love the story behind A Brighter Purpose. So would you mind sharing it, Kelly? Of course. Uh, I unfortunately lost my father a few years back, and while I was attending... Oh, man. Yeah, it was really hard. Um, During the funeral, uh, it was really evident to me the legacy that he had left behind, and he was a juvenile aid officer for a local police department in upstate New York. He had really poured into children and he wanted to help children not just escape situations that were dangerous and you know unlawful but really he wanted to be able to help them raise the bar for themselves and the legacy that he left behind was just so evident in these children who had grown up to be really productive and wonderful citizens later on so after seeing that legacy i really asked myself the question what was i going to leave behind and it really just hit me right between the eyes that I was I was put here on this earth to be able to help do the same as my father did and maybe oh, not in the yeah. same exact way but certainly right. by adding my expertise to be able to serve the population of, of kids oh wow yeah yeah well um you have some resiliency tips for teenagers but would you mind defining resiliency for all of us Sure. Resilience, as Google defines it, is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties and to be able to spring back into shape. Oh. Yeah. So the way that we define it in positive psychology is actually another word for it is mental toughness. And it's, a, it's, okay. it's an essential skill that can be taught, it can be practiced, and it can be developed. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, we in the military... Uh, my husband's in the military. I feel like I am, but <laughs> yeah, um, I, I know the feeling. I my husband was military as well. Okay, okay, yes. Yeah, so, um, so we throw around resiliency all the time. To me, it's especially pertinent to everyone because of COVID right now. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I love that visual of bouncing back into shape. Yep. Um, that's a that's a really great visual. Even though I said that these are tips for teenagers, when you and I were talking before, they're more like stepping stones. Absolutely, yes. They're incremental spaces for kids to grow. So we can't expect them to just jump right into adulthood. Obviously, it doesn't work that way, and their brains are not actually fully developed until around the age of 25. So we need oh, to develop wow. these skills as they grow so that they're building upon them and developing them as they grow. Yeah, so when we talk about these skills, would you say they go in order or do they work in tandem? So the way that the way that the human brain works, you can't really just say, "Okay, here are the steps and then you'll be resilient." They have to actually be intentionally and motivationally <laughs> set by each individual. 
there are certain steps that you certainly need to lay first to be able to grow the higher level of cognitive understanding. But I would say they really do work together and they will show up in real life in different different capacities Uh and different combinations. Uh Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, all of these things, you know, I, I look at my teenager, you know, she takes things personally, she over dramatizes. And I'm like, well, I'm an adult and I do those same things. So <laughs> <laughs> very true. <laughs> right? Yes. It's almost as if we like skipped the step. And, and these are the things that I wish that I had when I was a teenager. I know. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I wish I had them as an adult some days. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. We all need them. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. And none of us are perfect. And no. especially during COVID, I feel like we need to give ourselves grace and space because sure. everyone's nerves are just on edge and waiting to be, I feel like, just a little tap pushes up us over the edge. So, Absolutely. And, you know, <laughs> giving ourselves grace and also calming down our reaction time is really probably the, the biggest key to be able to understand how we can bounce back better. Because when we are just reacting, it, it kind of creates problems with uh, interactions with other people. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. Um, it's difficult during a crisis like this to think of others. Oh, yeah. Before yourself. <laughs> right. Yes. And, and here's the thing. Positive psychology can be summed up in three words. Other people matter. Oh, yes. Wow. Wow. I love this. I love all these takeaways that you're giving. And we haven't even gotten to the steps yet. <laughs> sure. Well, I'm happy to, you know, just pile it all on. I'll, I'll send you yes, as much yes, as, as nuggets as I can. Yes, that's that's exactly what they are. They're just wisdom, nuggets of wisdom. So let's just jump right in. What is the first or the most important um, recommendation you would have? I would say building self-awareness is certainly the cornerstone of emotional intelligence. So it, it, we some people are just naturally emotionally intelligent, but I really do feel that it is a buildable skill within each human being. So self-awareness can be developed in many different ways. Some people learn it through the term mindfulness. So there's meditation, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's different sort of ways to be able to develop the awareness of our thought process and, and the ability to calm ourselves within any given situation. So I would say self-awareness, thinking about our thinking. That, that's okay. really the foundational uh, first step, for sure. So you have an exercise that teenagers can do to help with this, right? Yes, and it's not just teenagers. Adults, I would really encourage to do the same. Okay. So it, developing self-awareness, if you set a timer, say all day long, set it once an hour for two minutes, and you track the thoughts that are going through your head, you will actually find a thread of thoughts that sometimes are repeated, sometimes are exaggerated sometimes lead to Mm. other things this will help to reveal the actual errors in our thinking which we call cognitive traps and we all Mm. have we all experience these from time to time but the more aware we can be of these particular thoughts the more agency we have in changing them into something that's a little bit more productive yeah i i love that especially because um, I, I know, and, and it's true for my teenager, but it's true for a lot of people during COVID is you get caught in that circle, that negative spiral of thoughts, yep. and it's really hard to get out of it. 
And if you can catch it, if you can be self-aware enough to catch the thing that's taking you down a negative spiral, you can then counter it and, and really take yourself into a positive spiral. And we know from science that positive emotions broaden and build where negative emotions mm. actually narrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to say what, what you focus on, you get more of. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, very true. Um, I, I, I actually brought this up to my teenager to get her feedback on it. And she said, if you are a person who thinks abstractly, it might be hard to write down what you're thinking. What's your suggestion for that? Well, we all think in language. So if you think about what's going through your head, yes, it might be a, an image, but really it's language behind that image. It's getting in tune with what is present because the more that you can name what is present, then you're giving yourself the ability to navigate it later. Okay, okay. And, and you said even one word yep. or a picture yep. or... Yep, whatever you're Perfect. noticing, whatever you're noticing that is present, you can then name it. And once you, you notice it, you name it, then you can navigate it. Okay, perfect, perfect. Is it possible for me to share about the workshop that I've set up? I would love for you to share about the workshop. Absolutely. I want to just share that I'm running a workshop called Defense Against the Dark Arts. And what my partner and I have done. <laughs> it's so fun. What we've developed is a super fun way for kids to learn about positive psychology within the theme of Harry Potter. So we actually take them through a sorting hat ceremony. We help them illuminate their strengths. We take oh, them through cute. what it means to have true belonging. We take them through how to disarm a Malfoy and how to really <sighs> learn some nonviolent communication and active constructive response. And we really are doing practice with these skills so that the kids are learning mm -hmm. them in real time so that they can take them, learn them, and then be able to deploy what they've learned out in the real world. And um, is this, are the kids interacting with each other during this? Yes. So they're actually, okay. yes, we're going to say, hey, please put your cameras on. Please share yourselves yeah. with us. This is a safe space to be your authentic self. There is zero judgment. There is 100% interaction and learning how we actually can show up as our best self. And how often do you meet and how long is the workshop? The workshop is five weeks and we meet weekly uh, for an hour and a half during that five weeks. Um, it really pulls at my heart knowing that what we're focusing on is really needed in this world. Yeah. Oh, that just gives me chills because I'm glad parents are um, taking advantage of that. I hope. Yeah, I hope so. You know, because these kids... I remember when I, I, you know, started my parenting role, it was always like, oh my gosh, now what do I do? Now what do I do? And it's always this leveling up of skills that oh, parents yeah. need to be able to serve their kids in the right way. And this is definitely a time to level up. It's, t it's time to be able to educate ourselves, to be able to help our kids in a new way. Awesome. I, I already posted a link to the workshop on the Short and Sweet Tips Facebook page, but I'll repost it again up near where this interview is. Beautiful. I appreciate that. Well, thank you so much, Kelly. I just, this is so much good information and not just for kids, but for adults. Absolutely. Yes. We all need, we all have work to do. Let's face it. We all do. For sure. And, <laughs> and we never arrive. No, no, we don't. We can only just keep getting stronger and stepping into those growth zones. 
So I hope you join Kelly and me next week to get more steps to develop resiliency. This includes a safe space for you to communicate with your teen and how to promote optimistic thinking. Though our focus is on teenagers, as you can see, all of us can take away something from Kelly's tips. This was your short and sweet parenting tip of the week, fresh ideas in bite-sized portions.